0: Welcome to Done With Debauchery, a sobriety and wellness podcast where you'll hear honest experiences about navigating life and relationships without alcohol, how to pursue your own personal wellness journey, and share intimate conversations with special guests. I'm your host, Keisha Scott. Oh, hello, and welcome back to Done With Debauchery. You guys, you don't even know the trials and tribulations that I have just gone through with GarageBand in order to get you this episode today. I don't know what I did to my GarageBand settings, but for the last two hours I have been fighting with it because every time I played back the recording, it was in a baby voice and I could not figure out how to get that off. Long story short, it is resolved for now, and you've got me this week for a solo episode. I thought it would be good to do a little catch-up. I can share what's been going on with me and what I have coming up over the next week. So last weekend, I hosted my first Sober Girls Get-Together in Toronto, This one was co hosted with one of my new sober friends who is visiting from New York. Her name is Nadine, and she's the host of the Sober Butterfly podcast and Instagram page. While Nadine was here, we recorded two podcast episodes together. She released the first one yesterday on her channel. The first episode is called Taboo Topics in Sobriety. And we talk about three controversial or taboo topics that come up quite a bit in sobriety and the sober community. In this episode, we share our opinions and personal experiences, and it's just a really fun episode to listen to, so definitely head over to her podcast to give it a listen. You can find the episode on the Sober Butterfly podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And on her YouTube channel, you can actually watch us drinking non-alcoholic drinks while we do the recording. Next week, our second episode together will be released here on Done With Debauchery. So check back next Wednesday for part two of our conversation, but on a new topic. We thought it would be fun to host a sober girls get-together while Nadine was visiting. So on Friday night, seven sober girls got together for a little party and we called it Booze Not Booze. Please tell me you get it. Booze like a ghost? Anyways, the party was so much fun. It was obviously Halloween themed. We had a signature non-alcoholic cocktail called Death in the Afternoon, which was made with non-alcoholic absinthe and champagne, and we added in a little bit of edible sparkles because why not? We basically did a taste testing of non-alcoholic wines and a bunch of other non-alcoholic cocktails that people had brought, and it was just so nice meeting these girls that I've been talking to on Instagram some for weeks, but some for months, and actually being able to put a face to the name and meet them in person. I have to say, there's something about sober girls, like the girls who get it, get it, and the girls who don't, don't. And let me tell you, sober girls get it there was no awkwardness at least from my perspective and it didn't feel uncomfortable or like I needed alcohol to connect with anyone in those moments and before when I was drinking I would feel so awkward in social situations where I didn't know anyone and would always want that social lubrication that I thought was making me easier to talk to and more fun to be around but with these sober girls When everyone walked in, it felt like we were already a group of friends who we'd known each other for years. And Nadine planned a murder mystery game for us to play that was probably the most I've laughed in such a long time. Having a game like that really forced everybody to get outside of their comfort zones, get silly, and yeah, it was just so much fun. It was so nice to make new sober connections with girls. Well, women who live in my city and start building new friendships with people who are aligned with what I want for my life. On top of getting to meet new sober girls, I actually reconnected with someone I used to work with years ago when we were both drinking. Now she's almost two years sober and she came to the party to meet everyone too. So I thought it was amazing and... It's just interesting to see how many of us grow and change our lifestyles when we realize that there's so much more out there for us than alcohol. I mean, even just from talking to everyone on Friday, I realize that we all have different stories, but our stories have so much in common. When this episode comes out, I'll be 263 days sober, which is just over a week shy of the nine-month mark. I recently posted on Instagram how I was having a lot of feelings lately that I think can best be described as fear-based towards my sobriety feeling too easy this early in. I use the I Am Sober app to track my days, and every day I try to make a point to pledge in the morning, so that's basically just reconfirming that for that day I am going to stay sober, I'm not going to drink alcohol. I have a photo of something that's important to me in there and my reason why. And then every day in the evening, you get a prompt to check in to see if you stuck to your daily pledge. If you did, then you get to rate your day basically on a scale of difficulty from how easy it was to impossible. So for the last while, my sobriety has felt really easy I feel like I'm past the phase where I'm craving alcohol. I don't want to use it in stressful situations or when I want to relax. And for the most part, I'm comfortable socializing with my group of friends without any of the pressures of drinking. But for some reason, I have this fear that if I select easy in the app, that maybe I'm going to lose the drive behind my sobriety. I don't know. I just feel a fear that. I'm going to get too comfortable with where I'm at and then that's when I'm going to lose it. It's even just so crazy for me to say that my sobriety feels easy right now because just over eight months ago, I was resetting the app almost every day and choosing the difficulty option of impossible. It was literally impossible for me to go more than a day or two without drinking alcohol. I can actually go back into the app and see the notes I made on the days that I reset and the notes are really sad. A lot of them are filled with shame and guilt and reading that just makes me feel even more thankful to be alcohol free today and so far away from who that person was. So I think it really is a fear based thought, but maybe slightly based in reality. I know that it feels easy right now, but it's not always going to feel like that. So I do need to continue doing the things that make me feel good and keep me sober when I'm feeling comfortable so that I'm strong in those routines when the hard days do come. I also think part of the reason I'm feeling extra cautious about my sobriety is because I don't have a therapist right now. This is actually the first time in about four years That I don't have a therapist. I saw my last therapist for about four years and things ended kind of awkwardly. At least I feel like they did for me. So I do actually have a bit of an interesting story about how that relationship ended. I don't know if anyone's interested in hearing it, so send me a DM on Instagram if you think I should make a short episode about what happened with my therapist and why I'm no longer seeing her. And I think I would actually like to get a few people's opinions to see if maybe I'm overreacting on the situation, or maybe just a confirmation that my response to the situation is reasonable. So please do either send me a DM or reach out on the website donewithdebauchery.com. Anyways, moving on. This week, well, tomorrow actually, I'm going to Winnipeg uh, for a visit. It's my best friend's birthday, and she is getting married next year, so we're also going wedding dress shopping, and her bridal shower is the same weekend. So it's definitely going to be a busy few days while I'm there. Not only with her birthday and the wedding stuff, but I also need time to... I also need to find time to spend time... (laughs) Oh my god. I also need time to find time to spend with my family. Does that make sense? I also need to spend time with my family. I am just moving on. I need to see my family when I'm in Winnipeg. I have two little nieces that I can't wait to see. My cousin recently bought a new house that I haven't seen yet. And just a lot, there's a lot of family to try and see in a small amount of time. So I will need to work on my time management skills. And every time I go home for a visit, it's usually the same situation. It's a lot of visits crammed into a pretty short amount of time, and it can be really draining. I also sometimes feel guilt about not spending enough time with certain family members. And then on the other hand, some family members of mine do drink quite a bit, and they haven't really acknowledged my sobriety. So I do have a little bit of anxiety about uh, going into those situations. What I do know is that it's going to be so important for me to take time for myself during this trip and have at least one evening where I can just be at the house with my mom, relax, and not have any obligations. So wish me luck, and I will see you next week for a special episode with Nadine from the Sober Butterfly podcast. Until next time! This is Keisha signing off on another episode of Done With Debauchery. If you liked what you heard, please share and subscribe. You can also find me at donewithdebauchery.com or follow along on Instagram at donewithdebauchery. Thanks for listening.